0: Why are there different accents in the regions of Vietnam?
1: Why do Vietnamese have two wedding ceremonies?
0: Why do Vietnamese have French words? Why
1: is Vietnamese in Latin? Script? Why
0: do Vietnamese ride motorbikes? You're listening to Why Do Vietnamese? A cultural podcast by Visar.
1: Welcome to Why Do Vietnamese? Vietnamese cultural talks with Visar. Each episode, we pick a new topic on why do Vietnamese do this or that, and share a little bit of our personal insight to the topic. We hope that through this podcast, we can bring much more insight and provide a little bit of explanation to some of the many specific things in our culture. My name is Brian, VP of Culture at VSR, and I will be your host for today. Joining me is my fellow VSR member, Yvonne. Yvonne, would you like to introduce yourself?
0: Uh, hi, everyone. I'm Yvonne. I am the director of corporate relations for VSTAR. I am in my third year of studying and I am very excited to be the first guest of our podcast.
1: Thank you so much for joining me today, Yvonne, in this episode. Um, now, before we get right into today's topic, we're going to have our V Music feature where we will share a bit of a song relating to each episode's topic. Now, let's get right into it. <coughs>
0: gọi chân lý trong tình yêu không thể cùng nhau suốt kia
1: thế nhưng trái tim lại sẽ in sau
0: niềm đau suốt kia tình đã qua lâu nhưng ta cứ sống trong quá khứ
1: So that song was uh Thè Te by the singer Hua Minzi featuring Mr. Zero two Two pretty popular singers in Vietnam. Um Mr. Zero is known for writing pretty like sad, really melancholy songs. Um and basically Yvonne, I have a question for you.
0: Yes, shoot.
1: Uh why do you think or like I, I put this song in right there? I don't know if you've seen the music video of this one yet. No,
0: I actually never heard of the song until now. Um, yeah, it's really like sad, like a ballad. Um, what is the significance?
1: Okay, so basically, if you've seen the music video of this one, it's actually the theme is based on uh, the last empress and the last king of Vietnam's monarchy uh, in like the early 1900s. Or actually, mid-1900s. Um, so it tells the story of Nam Phuong Huang Hau, the last empress of Vietnam's imperial period. Uh, and it talks about how her kind of like a different side to it, giving her love story between her and the king. Um, and it's kind of a sad story in real life and in the music video, which is why it's kind of like a sad theme. And the actual title actually means uh, we won't be able to be together for this entire life. And that brings us to our actual topic of the Nguyen Dynasty. And our topic this week is, why do so many Vietnamese have the last name Nguyen? All right. (laughs) Um, So I've heard a lot of people actually ask about this and like just questioning why this I'm sure like a lot of people have this question. It's a pretty popular thing. And when people think of Vietnamese stuff, or just Vietnamese people, I feel like this is the first name that they would think about, like, the wing last name. Yeah, year. that's true. So, Yvonne, uh, do you have any, like, guesses as, like, why there's so many wings?
0: I've always wondered this as well when I was younger. Um, but because I don't really know Vietnamese history that well, I just, I just tend to believe that it stems from, I guess the dynasty ruler's name carrying on to, like, the citizens. That's how I would, like, perceive it. Uh, But is there a real, more true reason, or am I on the right path?
1: Well, you're pretty much on the right path. It's somewhere around there, except it was, like, almost, like, the same thing happened so many times in history, and it was just, like, it was a lot of people had to switch their last name because of dynasty's fault so you were kind of correct there um so i guess i'll get to the actual explanation so the reason why there's so many wings uh, so actually for those of you who don't know already the wing last name is actually the most common last name amongst uh the vietnamese people specifically to the the Kinh ethnicity so those that are known as just vietnamese not of any ethnic minorities Followed by um, Dung, Lê, Huỳnh, Hoàng, Phạm, Phan, uh, and it's estimated that at the moment around the world there's around thirty-six million individuals that have the Nguyen last name. So it's quite a lot of people, uh, especially if you in Vietnam, you could pretty much find a lot. But you can go outside, and you find anybody last name Nguyen. So how it started around one thousand five hundred years ago is what people believe that the Nguyen clan from Hubei province in China so they migrated to the southern regions of China uh, which is currently part of northern regions of Vietnam so that's when they first introduced the last name to the locals within these southern regions at the time so Nguyen is actually a uh, Chinese last name Yuan. Oh. Uh, there's a Chinese character for it
0: that is yeah. really interesting
1: <laughs> a lot of people don't know that I think they assume that it's purely Vietnamese.
0: And growing up, I assume so too. Um, I thought it was purely Vin- Vietnamese.
1: I think that's the thing with most Vietnamese last names. Um, it's actually from a bit of like Chinese descent, but it's over time it's been turned into like Vietnamese. So basically. Uh, over the next nearly 1000 years, as the dynasties continue to change, new dynasties came, new dynasties fell in China, more of these Nguings from China migrated to the south in this region where it's modern-day Vietnam. So fast forward a little bit more in around uh, 1232 AD, which is the end of the Li dynasty. So at this time... Um, uh forced Li Thu Huang. So Li Chiu Huang is actually a really notable female figure in Vietnamese history. We have a post in her on our Instagram at VSA Person. <laughs> she was actually um the last ruler of the Li Dynasty in Vietnam. As she was female, she was not able to carry on the last name or the dynasty in general. So when she married a, in, uh, like a person from the Zheng last name. Um, the general at the time, Zheng Todo, wanted to kind of remove the late dynasty influence from the entire region. So what he did was he actually ordered that all the lays, especially of the royal family within that region, to change their last name to Nguyen or risk being killed.
0: Oh, wow. Very imperialistic movement, I see. Which is very common in war.
1: I mean, yeah, it, it was like a common solution in the past. Just to, like, kill people. Like, although, <laughs> and, not yeah, very And force them to
0: adopt this new last name. I wonder, like, how people felt at, at the time. But I'm pretty sure, like, during this time, Confucianism was, like, pretty big as a religion in Vietnam. I don't know. Am I wrong? But I guess hierarchical like setting and stuff it made it easy for people to like adopt the last name or else they would die so yeah
1: <laughs> yeah I think it was a lot of things it was about like honor and like carrying on the family name and or just a matter of staying alive at that point um because if they were able to stay alive they'd be able to continue to take care of like their ancestors like ancestral ta- tablets and their graves yeah. and being able to pay their respects which is a pretty big culture uh, in Vietnam and also in Asia in general so basically uh, today actually in the region where the capital of the lay dynasty used to be there's very few lay individuals uh, because historically all these royal members of the lay dynasty had already changed the last name to wing.
0: wow that's true
1: so, like, yeah, you, you can't really find a lot in the region where the capital once was. So there's actually a little bit of, like, a side story to this. So I was reading Ooh. around, and I saw that there's actually a Korean connection to the Lee Dynasty. I don't know if you know this. Did you hear about this before?
0: No, I've never heard about this, actually.
1: So, yeah, actually, a lot not a lot of people know about this, so... Right around the time of the fall of the Lee dynasty, so Lê Lam Tung, the son of King Lê An um, he basically, it's, this is like a theory, but <laughs> people, some of it I'm pretty sure is partly true, but some of it might be kind of a theory. So at the time, there was really wide relations between the Ming dynasty, uh, Goryeo at mm-hmm. the time, and the Lee dynasty in Vietnam basically Korea China Vietnam were really well connected with each other so if you go back in history you look at the clothes it's kind of yeah. the same and their culture as well and as well as like their foreign connections with each other it was pretty good so at the time it was Goryeo dynasty in Korea so the prince of the Li dynasty escaped to Korea huh. and here he helped fight off the Mongols and the king of Goryeo at the time um granted the prince like leadership of this area and kind of around the border of north and south korea uh it was called hwasan this area so that's why i started the clan lee or Hasan clan in korea which still exists to this day and it was believed that the first president of south korea Yi Man was believed to be descendants of the Vietnamese Li, Li royal family.
0: Whoa. So
1: he was like the 27th generation of Li Tai Tau, the very first king of the Li dynasty.
0: That's so cool. Oh my gosh. And is this the theory or like it's part, part, partly true or because he is believed to be like a descendant of like the Vietnamese Li di- dynasty. It
1: actually is true. So it's actually in the records of the Wasan Lee clan um, so actually if you've in the Vietnamese news a few years back the 31st generation descendant of Lee Thai still visited Vietnam to attend like the memorial services for like the annual Lee Ancestors Memorial Service and I thought that was pretty interesting like it was like a few hundred years ago like how many almost a thousand years ago
0: <laughs> if you think about it it's pretty recent like it's not really that far off, I don't think.
1: Oh, yeah, that's true, I would say. 1200 AD. <laughs> only, a, only a few hundred years <laughs> back. So, back to our main thing. So, what do you what do you think happened in the next few centuries? Like, after you saw what happened in the late Dynasty, what do you think happened next?
0: Oh my gosh, I... Well, if we're talking about why there's so many links, I'm pretty sure, like, the dynasty continued for, like... I guess the r- ruling, like, last name continued for a long time until, I guess, another war. <laughs> That's what I think probably happened.
1: Yeah, so, like, it was something similar to that. Basically, like I said earlier, whenever in Vietnamese history a dynasty collapsed and the previous dynasty's last name, like, of the, especially the royal family members, uh, they would be like, okay, so you have a option. You're going to change your last name to Nguyen or get killed. <laughs> really good bargain there. <laughs> so, same thing happened in AD, uh, 1400 AD when the Ho dynasty uh, took power and they killed many of the Jung family members when the Ho dynasty came into power. Like, it was a lot of people that they went out and they killed. And the Ho dynasty only lasted till 1407, so only seven years. And in fear of revenge from the Zheng family they were just like i'm gonna change all my last name Nguyen because you can't recognize me <laughs> <laughs> and after that so we had one time in the whole dynasty and then after that in 1592 um the mac dynasty fell and out of fear of revenge from the Lei, they also changed the last name Ding Wing.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh they're just hiding behind the common last name now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it, it gets even more than that. So once again, out of fear from the Nguyen family, so the descendants of the Jin Lords also changed the last name, Nguyen.
0: It just keeps going.
1: Yeah. So right now we've had that happen four times already now. In the Li, the Ho, the Mac, and the Jin period.
0: Oh my gosh. So it's just like these like, I don't know, uh, to keep your identity a secret, only you and your basically other family members who have certain last names like Le or Jin. Only you guys know that you guys are like Jin or Le, but everyone else you have to hide Actually, it Actually, that secret. only
1: lasted for like, I would say wow. a generation or so. After that, they were. Would...
0: Oh. Well, oh, true. Mo- yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just like...
1: <laughs> Most people now do like the l- lots of and in Vietnam. Oh. It's believed that they actually weren't yeah. originally all Wings. Well, I'll get into that a bit later, because there's a little bit part later. Um, so basically, now we are in the 1800s. In the beginning of 1802, uh, we begin the Nguyen dynasty after the Taizong period, um, when the Nguyen lords came to power. And under the Nguyen dynasty, obviously, there would be a lot of benefits for changing their last name to the king's last name, as it brought amongst the people lots of social benefits. Um, so the Nguyen dynasty from 1802 to 1883 was Nguyen on its own. And then from 1883 to 1945, it was under the French rule, but still the Nguyen dynasty. Oh. So there is this tradition. Mm-hmm. So if somebody did something to help the kingdom, or it's basically equivalent to being knighted in the Western world their family would be honored with being able to carry the king's last name, which is interesting. Um, So if this member did something really amazing, and I was like, well now your family gets to have the Nguyen last name. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people did this because there's so many Nguyen's. And then during the Nguyen period, there was lots of social benefits like I mentioned earlier. So there was better treatment as well as like just prosperity in general, um, as well as being able to avoid legal prosecution sometimes if they had the last oh. name. So wow. some of the criminals actually changed their last names, Ting Wing, to avoid heavy penalties.
0: Well, If I was a criminal during that time, I would probably change my name as well. Like if given this last name gives me, I guess... Because it's, it stems from like a, I don't know, like hierarchical setting already. So I might as well just try and save myself from, I don't know, getting killed again. Like it was pretty serious back then too. Like.
1: Yeah, it was pretty... <laughs> just
0: for any penalty. Yeah, it's very dramatic as I well. I feel like
1: most of the times the punishment was like get killed.
0: Yeah, that's like any punishment. It sounds like throughout everything you just said so far, it's either you do this or die. So
1: now you probably think that this is like oh it's probably the end right (laughs) it's actually not (laughs) during the French era in the latter half of the Nguyen dynasty a lot of the lower class Vietnamese actually did not have any last names at all and the French people wanting to kind of segment people and group them into different individual social classes they ended up just giving people the dynasty's last name because why not so, because of that, the very last blow in the beginning of the 20th century, a whole bunch of these new people were granted the last name wing because they just didn't have a last name?
0: <laughs> the last name, like, exponentially, like, w- grew so much because of the French being like, hey, yeah. you know, um, I'm gonna give you guys this name, last name, because you guys don't have last names, and this is so happened to be the dynasty that we're in. So, here you go.
1: Yeah, so, like... That was the last blow. Now we're in present day with all these people with the Nguyen last name. Um, so, what did you think of this? This crazy kind of a roller coaster of dynasties falling and people getting the last name.
0: Obviously, like we talked about this very briefly and whatnot, and obviously history is not linear because you know we still see a lot of wings and like different last names now, um, which is kind of crazy like um knowing this now I think I'm like better educated on I guess where last names come from as well because um what was it back in like elementary school I would still get questions asking me about Nguyen last names or as they would say Nguyen or you know Nguyen they'd be like oh since you're Vietnamese um is the last name Nguyen, Nguyen due to like incest or whatnot like that, and being young, I'm just like, oh, I actually don't know, Uh, so I really can't give you guys an answer to your, like, question, (laughs) even though the question I I felt was, like, kind of insulting because, you know, they were talking to me in a certain type of tone, but yeah, knowing this now, I'm just like, no, you know, people carry over last names because of royalty and the type of, like, social classes that had group people in back then in vietnam so i was it's it was cool yeah there's like Very a lot of
1: like interesting history behind it i hope that our listeners slash viewers found it interesting too but i think you actually brought up a really good topic like just growing up i think overseas in north america or wherever it may be outside of asia and having like either Nguyen is a last name or just like an Asian name or last name I feel like there's a a lot of things that came with that like what you mentioned already like one of the experiences being that people would always question whenever they saw anybody with the same last name like hey are you guys related Are you this? Are see that when in <laughs> reality like you had no idea who this person was
0: yeah I know but Like, knowing different last names definitely helped, like, me growing up just trying to find friends and stuff because, of course, name is part of identity and especially a last name like Nguyen with Vietnamese culture in general. There's so much history involved, so I guess I found it easier to connect with people because I'm like, hey, you're Vietnamese, me too. Then you just, like, talk, I guess. That's how I started making friends in class. With, when I saw, like, a Vietnamese last name or whatnot. Just say hi and stuff.
1: Well, I think that's a pretty good point. <laughs> you kind of, like, go down the list. You're just, like, looking for the Nguyen last name. Or just Asian last names. <laughs> you're just,
0: like, hey, I know. let's be friends. Oh, my gosh.
1: Uh, it's kind of creepy. Stalking people for the last name. Uh,
0: okay, but when you're a child, like, you're like, oh, what do you what do you talk to? Like, as when you're, like, six or seven. Oh, What mark did you get on your last homework? (laughs) I don't think we
1: had marks at homework at six years old.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, yeah. That's true.
1: (laughs) But like during like your experience, like um I actually didn't I don't have the moving last name. You don't have the moving last name either. But I did know a lot of people who did have the moving last name. And I found that for them it was really your experience where a whole bunch of people questioned them hey you related to the other wing you related to like oh cindy wing are you related to like kevin wing <laughs> <laughs> like
0: it was always
1: like something like that and people i guess like they just didn't know any better at the time but looking back at it it was kind of annoying i guess having to explain yeah. all these to people like no we're actually not related I actually don't know this person but at the time nobody really knew why they're just like I would just know Nguyen. There's so many of us. We just don't know why.
0: Yeah, I know. For sure. Like, I obviously, I can never experience, like, having the same last name as, like, with people with Nguyen. Of course, other people have my last name. But all my friends who have Nguyen last name, um, they could only reply with, well, it's just because we have the same last name. Which I feel like could still, like, um, carry over to, like, even Western last names. Smith, you know, like you guys probably aren't related. So it's I feel like if people can see it like that, it's still the same thing. Yeah, know?
1: I think with overseas, the thing was the last names were given to people based on their their occupation. So Smith would be like a Jack Smith. Um and in like in Asia, oh. it was based on family clans. So like ancestry and lineage, mm-hmm. which is why it was like the whole Confucius belief of carrying on the family last name. Yeah. Well, so back to us. What was like one of the things that I think you found hard growing up as like kind of like an Asian or in general or even just with the last name? Like, I think we kind of already mentioned it. Um, But I'd say, yeah, obviously people just looking at us like and questioning, oh, you guys are like related or not? Or just being looked at differently like, oh you have an Asian last name. But I, I think it was actually not as bad for me because my legal name was my English name. So I know a lot of people actually have like full on like non English names as their legal name and they use it in school too. So what is your opinion on giving your kids like non Asian names? Or just like first names or right? English names. Yeah.
0: Right, um, I don't really have a opinion on it, like, the only thing I understand, or, like, it makes me upset only because, um, like, if people were to name their kids, like, Vietnamese names and whatnot, uh, and other people would pronounce it wrong, it, it, it does suck for the child because their name is being pronounced wrong, but I feel like, that shouldn't deter you from naming your kid any Vietnamese or Asian name, only because, um, if we are trying to, like, share culture, and we live in, like, a Western, um, society, like, me and you right now, um, we should try and, you know, educate other people on pronouncing it properly, even if they, they should try to learn as well, or, like, I'm still trying to deal with that right now as well, like, what is it? I call myself Yvonne Lee, like, like, Lee is not how it's pronounced, it's yeah. Le, right? So, um, I still try to practice with that, even though, like, it's so much easier. Like, all of my other friends who are, like, not born, like, in Canada or whatnot, who are from Vietnam, they tell me, like, they take upon, like, an mm-hmm. English name, right? So, they said that they take on an English name because it's hard to pronounce, and, and like, I, I know the discourse is like, yeah, why would I, like, was it, show my name to others if it's hard to pronounce, so I'd rather take on, like, a English last name if I'm entering th- that type of society, but I don't know, it, it just, like, makes me feel bad that that's how it is. So I feel like we should practice just, like, sharing our, like, non-Western or non anglified names
1: i think yeah you have a pretty good point there but a lot of people i know from my own experience uh, my parents actually didn't even give me an like an asian legal name or even a middle name when i asked them why they were just like because you're gonna have a hard time filling out forms and people won't be able to pronounce your name and you're gonna have a hard life which I think is, yeah I don't know, it's kind of sad in some way where, like, you've lost your heritage in partly um, because now you're just afraid of other peoples. Um, and that way, you're kind of, like, cutting yourself away from a bit of your own culture, um, which is the experience I find for, like like you mentioned, with the international students. Uh, before they come over here, most of them were... A number of them typically make an English name, and so that when they come over here, it's not specifically for Vietnamese, like just in general, uh, just any non-English individual. Um, they would change the last, like their first name, to make it easier for others to pronounce. But it's uh, I feel like it's almost kind of sad. Like it's your identity. It's who you are, and you're changing. It. I
0: know. That's what I mean. Like, um, what is it? Uh, I still don't mind people saying my last name wrong or, like, pronouncing things wrong. Like, obviously, like, the approach is what's important, right? Like, if as long as they're trying, but I can't really speak much on it because I was born with the name Yvonne. Obviously, it's a very westernized name. So, I can't have the same experience as someone with a Vietnamese name, but, um, I know there are people who try to pronounce the names properly, and I think, I honestly think it's important to let them try and not, like, be very offended when they get it wrong, you know?
1: Yeah, I think I heard that from quite a lot of people, like, some of my teachers, I remember when somebody asked, or whenever they asked, like, well, how do I pronounce your name when they asked a person who didn't have an English name? Uh, the person would be like oh it's okay you could just yeah. call me like whatever you want or they would say like a, a short form and the teacher would be really insistent like no tell me how you see your name it's you you shouldn't have to change it for other people you should be proud of your name your parents gave it to you uh, you should keep it the way it was and don't try to change it your it's yourself you shouldn't change yourself for other people's like convenience
0: Wow, those are nice teachers. They're pretty woke. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah,
1: I was like, I think this was in like high school. And so at the time there was like much more. Well, I guess maybe it was where I lived, too. There was a lot more diversity in terms of the population and just the demographic in general. Um you had a lot of people that were not of western descent. Yeah. Um And I think that's really interesting because A lot of, like, I know my cousins, they grew up and they didn't really care about uh, the culture sometimes. Um, They grew up over here. And then they realize, oh, once they're older, they actually don't know anything about or don't know a lot about the culture. And now they're kind of having an identity crisis. And this is what I kind of saw on just social media. Like, a lot of people, like, the first generation of um, the Asian immigrants I saw specifically they were always saying oh what about this culture and having different questions like why do we do this why do we do that um which is kind of where the inspiration for this entire podcast came from um but also staying connected to your Vietnamese culture or just your heritage in general so like do you think that there's like any ways that you personally stay connected with the Vietnamese culture?
0: Of course. Like, um, for me personally, like, I think... What was it? I... I grew up eating Vietnamese food. I have a immigrant mother who mainly speaks Vietnamese, so that's the only form of communication with her for me. And I know a lot of kids are probably like this as well. So... I usually, at, you know, growing up, I, I did not really appreciate being Vietnamese often just because of, like, classes reasons and whatnot, but um, I came to, like, really accept my culture, especially in high school, just making more friends who were more related to me in terms of, like, making more Vietnamese friends and whatnot and just, like... Talking about issues we had together, I think that's how like you stay connected to your culture. Just like having the same or storytelling, I would say like sharing your stories with other people who also go through the same experiences as you definitely like will help you connect more with the culture that you feel disconnected to. Because um, I know a lot of kids now like if it's hard because if you're not in the, in the environment where you can meet like Vietnamese people, of course you're not gonna be able to connect. To Vietnamese culture or your heritage at all and it's also like depends on the people who raise you as well like I know a lot of parents who don't really talk to their children in Vietnamese or like um, talk about Vietnamese culture at all to their children and it's not that they're at fault or whatnot obviously like there's a lot of things that go into like raising children so I feel like education is probably like the biggest I guess the biggest way people can stay connected and just like um, since we are such like a media driven generation I feel like this this podcast for example or like other I let's say like even memes help people stay connected I'm like being serious like (laughs) Like Vietnamese (laughs) memes yeah yeah for real like like they help you ponder questions like oh yeah like I can relate to this even though it could be so corny it's like Oh, wow, I didn't know this was like distinctly Vietnamese or whatnot. I think that's like how um, people can really stay connected. Just like communication, mm-hmm. media, visual yeah. culture. I
1: think it's really easy now, especially with like Facebook groups, like subtle Asian traits, subtle Viet traits. Like, I see like a lot of people, they're just like, oh, I didn't have any Asian friends, I didn't have any Viet friends before I joined this group. And I was able to learn so much more and reconnect with the culture. And that's where, like, these questions, right? like, popped up. Like, why do so many Vietnamese have the last name wing?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even though, like, you can look at it and be like, oh, this is so corny or whatnot. But it's, like, like, so still, like, they're still helping, like, connect people. And that's all about, that's what, I don't know, sharing cultures. So... It's cool.
1: So like I said before, see that. Like, that was the whole point of starting this podcast in hopes that one way or another that we able to kind of like reconnect people to a bit of their heritage a bit more so that they can understand a different perspective of it. Uh, in a way, that's more interesting. Um, if this, if you were listening all the way to this point, I hope I didn't bore you out or you found it interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, let us know your suggestions, anything. Uh, we are still working on this. We're dedicated to make it really good. Um, oftentimes, I find that we don't really realize where the things in our lives came to be or how they even came from, specifically when it comes to things of our cultural heritage. And it's only when we take a moment to ask, oh, like, wh- why are you doing this? Why do we do that? Do you really have this opportunity to learn and unveil so much more about your heritage? And I hope that you guys found this interesting and you were able to learn something new, or even if it wasn't something new, you had like an interesting podcast to put on while you were washing your dishes or doing the laundry so that your parents would yell at you because we're all at home now. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So yeah, I hope that this was able to connect you somehow in one way or another. Um, And always we're working forward to continue to spread the culture of Vietnam or just Asian culture in general um, through our cultural posts and through our blogs and through our social media if you want to check it out it's that Instagram at VSA Ryerson we also have a website and a Facebook too hopefully we'll be able to link it somewhere um, <laughs> I think if there's a comment section if this is in the video form then leave us a ju- suggestion what questions do you have for why do Vietnamese it could be anything you could think about why do Vietnamese do this why do Vietnamese do that just let us know and we'll try to do it and hopefully we'll be able to really bring out really interesting perspectives and new sights on things um, and this part would be where we would thank our sponsors for sponsoring our podcasts, but we don't have any yet so any potential sponsors out there if you're willing to sponsor us Please let us know. This would be where you were I would share it.
0: Yes, pl- <laughs> please email me and I will yes, get back to you. Please email guys. our
1: financial director Yvonne Leigh. Let's pronounce it right. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So as always, um well, I guess this brings us to the end of our very first episode of Why Do Vietnamese? I hope everybody enjoyed it. Um Yvonne, do you have any last words to say?
0: Yes, everything Brian said, and up to now, if you guys did not hear it, T L D D R, take the last name Nguyen or die. That is basically why. Yeah,
1: so (laughs) thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time on Why Do Vietnamese?
0: Why are there different accents in the regions of Vietnam?
1: Why do Vietnamese have two wedding ceremonies?
0: Why do Vietnamese have French words? Why
1: is Vietnamese in Latin script? Why
0: do Vietnamese write motorbikes? You're listening to Why Do Vietnamese, a cultural podcast by Vizar.